0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Two Strangers in one FT podcast. I'm your co-host, Kesarito.
1: And I'm Omega.
0: And today we're going to be talking about an article created by none other than Vesper. Uh, this article is going to be going over real-world assets, kind of what are they, why do they matter, and kind of giving a snapshot of what's to come in the future over the next few months, if not the co- next couple of years. Um, So if you want to link to the article, it's in the Compound Discord, as well as uh, if you head to Vesper's Medium page, um, you can follow along and uh, get more detailed info about this on there. Uh, But without further ado, uh, thanks for hopping on, Omega. And uh, yeah, I guess let's just get straight into it and talk about what real world assets are and your understanding of them and uh, kind of what are your thoughts on all this stuff
1: yeah man absolutely and uh looking forward to to, to cracking on and, and and kind of seeing where where the whole r w a s the real world assets is is gonna take us in in crypto i think it's gonna be the future um although interestingly if you look what ten years back when crypto first started arguably r w a s is is where it should have begun before we started playing with meme coins and n f t s and all of the crazy stuff that's that, that's happened in in that time so mm-hmm. um uh, what is a, a a real world asset? Well, I mean, if you look down the street, you'll you'll see the houses, you'll see the cars. You might have some gold in storage if you're lucky enough somewhere. I mean, ultimately, that's that's what a real world asset is, right? And it, it's kind of what people are looking to invest in when they want something that's that's more stable. Um, but when you take it into the to the crypto land, it's tokenizing that that real world asset. So by tokenizing, I mean creating um, a number of tokens to declare the ownership split for, for that particular item. So um, if you think about, I don't know, the rarest Pokemon card in, in the world that sold for a million dollars earlier in the year, um, in theory, you could stick that on its own own token um, and then you can track all of the, the ownership and um, even f- fractalize... Um kind of the ownership and, and what I mean by that is you could have I don't know a thousand people that wanna all pull their money together and, and buy out the ownership of that, that Pokemon card. Um and then they can all, all buy into it. So it, it's it's really quite an interesting really quite an interesting thing that can happen and I mean the possibilities of where it could go are are pretty unlimited, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking like as far as kind of like the technical side of things. Like, I, I'm just imagining like, all right, so you got like a house, and how are you supposed to kind of tokenize a house in in, in a way? So I guess like kind of more of the technical side of things is how, how exactly would that look? Um, this this fractional ownership idea, because I think that's the one that kind of appealed to me most.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So ultimately there's kind of a couple of challenges. One is the, the valuation of the real world item, um, an item being anything from a spaceship to a Pokemon card. Um, so there there will be a real world valuation through professional valuers. Um, and then there's a legal team on the back end to solidify that, that valuation. Um, and then ultimately that ownership is then uploaded and stored on the blockchain and then the tokens can can be devised. So, if we take the ownership of a property, for example, in theory, you could you could take the deed that, that's on there, and you could upload it onto the to the blockchain. Um, something like Shadow Drive on Solana um, stores images in, in in bits and pieces. Um, and then when you come to, to fractionalize that, and say a thousand people buy a property, um, then you would need to update the deeds through the legal process. Um, and then re-upload those those deeds. So depending on the item that you're you're, you're kind of fractionalizing and selling, buying and moving around, there would be inherent costs in involved somewhere down the line, because the very nature of of real estate um, is that it's heavily regulated in in regard of ownerships and mortgages and, and all of that sort of thing. Um, but if you were look looking more down at your collectibles. Um, sports memorabilia, gold, silver, all of those sorts of things, ultimately all you would need is is the valuation to be stored on on the chain. Um, and then and then the tokens are, are kind of split up and derived of that value. So if something was worth a billion and you had a million tokens created against that, it would be worth a, a dollar each. Um, and then if the market value of that item goes up to, to two million, then all your, your tokens are worth two dollars each, right? It's as, mm-hmm. it's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of what got me like really excited when Vesper posted this article and him going into the nitty gritty and details of all this stuff. Because I was just thinking, you know, I think one of the biggest criticisms of crypto, like Bitcoin, Slon, Ethereum, is that like, it's like, I mean, it's 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 just computer code. It's just, there's no value to it. It's just fluff. It's just data. It's not real. But I when you mentioned earlier of like, this is probably where we should have started. It's kind of like that's kind of where my direction was kind of headed. I started thinking in terms of like, crap, well, yeah, what if what if you tied an entire crypto collection to like this set of houses or this pile of gold or or what have you? Um, I, how, how do you know for any like use cases right now or any projects right now that are kind of doing this already? I guess you could say, I'm thinking like in terms of like a real estate investment trust or
1: something that's become tokenized or any collectible or commodity yeah so so there are some some kind of providers out there that are looking into um kind of the housing market and, and fractionalizing those but how they work from what i've seen is that it, it's kind of like an etf tracker or, or something on the stock market so there'll be a pool of properties owned by this letting company or something um, and then you invest in that pool of properties. So I don't think you really get ownership of any of them, but you kind of get a dividend return or or, or kind of interest based on the amount of money you invest within their pool. Um, uh, There is, I can't remember the name of them, but there was a recent article on Binance about another organization that's partnered with, I think it was JP Morgan and, and potentially Deutsche Bank to look exactly at RWAs. Oh wow! So yeah, so it it really is starting to get attention now, and and kind of when these big fund administrators and and stuff are um, kind of putting their eyeballs on it, then it must mean it's it's kind of where the future's future's heading. Yeah, Um, and the good thing is there's already auction websites like Christie's. um, You've got Goldin who deals with collectibles and, and such. So there's already the market there and auction houses and, and bits and pieces. But ultimately, what RWAs are looking to do is kind of bring, the, bring blockchain back to its roots. And, and it was all designed about tracking the ownership of a particular item and and ensuring its all authenticity. Um, so, I mean, even if you extend it beyond buying, selling and auctioning and fractalizing stuff, Um, rwas could go as far as modern day medicine and and preventing counterfeit goods and and all of those sorts of things so it it really is bringing crypto back to where it it should have been used in the first
0: place yeah so i guess it's kind of like the possibilities are kind of endless (laughs)
1: because
0: i mean any deed of ownership you can you can tokenize it and turn it into like an nft and you know you can have the nft distribute you know whatever the portion of proceeds like i'm thinking in terms like maybe like a, a mutual fund or something about like that, like, you know, how, how would exactly would you build like a, like if you had a whole bunch of people, you know, they don't have enough money to necessarily to throw down 10,000 or $15,000 to join a proper mutual fund, or they just don't you know, don't know much about investing, but they do have a hundred bucks, 200 bucks here and there. Okay. Like how, how could you see, how can you imagine like RWA
1: is being turned into a mutual fund, so to speak? Uh, I mean, if I'm understanding the the, the question, it's it, how. What are the benefits to people with, less called minnows, which is probably a little bit condescending in comparison yeah. <laughs> to, to the whales out there. But I think it's the modern day layman, right? How, what's the benefits to them? How can yes. they invest and and all of that sort of thing? So I mean, this is the beauty of. RWAs and the platform that, that Mystical are building and, and is kind of going to be hopefully coming out in the latter part of this year is you could have, and I'm being deliberately obtuse here, you could have a football club. Take Chelsea Football Club was for sale earlier in the year for various global reasons. If you had enough people with a $100 to throw into a multi-billion dollar bid, then you could fractionalize a football club. Now, if you could fractalize a business kind of through shares, like like shares, but on chain, then people are going to start earning these investments. And ultimately, the future will be that it will show you kind of the percentage growth year on year that you could expect. You could sell off your gains to reinvest somewhere else while still holding ownership or part ownership. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you you could buy in as, as little as you want or as, as much as you want, which I think is the... The exciting thing um, to be able to turn around to the person at work and say, "Hey, I own five dollars of the Mona Lisa," mm-hmm. you know, if that's yeah. something they would never have to yeah. you know, obviously here, but it could be could be literally anything. Um, and like side on 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 the flip side, you might have something in your house that you go, "I think this could be worth something to somebody," and you go, well, I still want to retain fifty percent ownership, but I'm I'll happily relinquish." 50% of it so you you fractalize it you retain 50% ownership you sell the other 50% off and you could it is kind of taking an asset loan against your own own things right mm-hmm. um the one thing to to bear in mind and and you do need to consider in your whole rwa space is the voting rights and the majority rights that the, the holders would have when you fractalize something so it is one of the things that is, is going to be inherent on any platform is that people have the majority kind of say on when an item is sold or revalued or or, or something. So, if you own one dollar of a million dollars worth of stuff, you're whilst you'll have a vote, it may not be as much as the other people that own 20, 30, 40 mm-hmm. percent of it, um, right? So yeah, the majority mm-hmm. of if the whole item was sold or or what. Mm-hmm yeah because
0: i guess in any any organization or any you know business or anything it's going to be it's going to naturally come to a point where there's going to be a few people who own majority stake of things generally and but it gives the opportunity where if you have you know ten thousand people who have just a little bit like they can also have a lot more say in things than they traditionally would as long as they kind of get together so i guess in a way it could it's kind of like a
1: unionized investing almost i guess would, would you say oh, that would yes. be kind of accurate? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> absolutely bringing the democracy to our investments. Um I, I I think for sure. when um, I suspect kind of voting rights and stuff will go through a number of iterations before it it hits it It's kind of the, the spot. I mean, do you do you take it so every owner gets one particular vote? Or do you do it on the percentage ownership gets the biggest vote? Um Personally, I, I think I'd be quite a fan of every single owner gets one vote, whether you own ninety nine percent of it or one percent of it. I think you have an equal voice. I think mm-hmm. that would be cool. Um yeah. But we'll we'll, we'll see because whilst mystical are, are are one group of people looking to build something, there are there are other examples, and I'm sure there'll be other people chasing the RWA marketplace. we mm-hmm. um, kind of over over the month, so it'll be interesting to see how people manage it. Yeah, and one one crazy idea I
0: had while I was reading this article and thinking about these things is like applying it to housing development. I think it would just be a massive boon for the industry. I don't know. Are, are
1: you familiar with real estate stuff at all? I'm not. <laughs> uh, li- a little bit, but I I can absolutely see that that working. I mean, let's let's say you were. It, it's kind of like crowds crowdsourcing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do you take this, this, that kind of conversation off chain? First of all, it's kind of a, a, a committee of people scoping out where to buy some land. They buy some land, they then fractionalize it, um, and then they push it through under, say, like a DAO model. Um, so, for, sorry, a, a DAO, so a decentralized. Uh, authority organization I, or whatever it's called or something I think it's like that. Authority.
0: I think the A stands for
1: authority. I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, a group of people where no one person has the say; um, that everyone has equal voting rights. Um, but you could ha- you could absolutely do that. And, and the beauty of of that is, you you take the power away from these big corporates who who make all of the decisions. They're the ones trashing land. They're all, all, all doing this sort of thing. Whereas if you have enough people with a little bit of money each, you could all have your own ownership and and see really great returns or or you'd level the market. I mean, who knows? If you could have fractalized ownership of property or or land rights, would we see the overall housing market come down in in value? Because the investment spread a bit more would be interesting to see. Yeah, it'd be less concentrated in particular areas geographically
0: and it'll be more spread all over the place, naturally, likely. Huh, yeah, because uh, it was actually the timing of it was funny because uh, I actually, uh, so I bought some land in a Latin American country and I was going to be building, you know, three three houses of properties. And I know I, I have zero idea what I'm doing. This is all brand new to me, but the opportunity came. I just took it. But it was like, how am I going to fund building this house? Do I take a loan? Do I sell some investments and pay for things in cash? But the idea was, you know, after building it, it'd be a place where I can kind of go and kind of hang out, have a vacation spot, but that while I'm not there, I can put it on Airbnb or rent it out to people and just have other people use it uh, while I'm not there. And so I was thinking, well, if that's kind of the idea, what if I do something like a 100 NFT collection and then each NFT will have to be minted for like $1,000? And if I mint it all out and get enough people who onboard it, now I have a hundred thousand dollars of funding I could use to start this build and make it a good quality thing. And then I can make a discord server and just kind of give people updates on what's going down and put certain decisions up to vote. Like, do we want to put, you know, brown paint or do we want blue paint, you know, and just kind of, you know, give it to everyone who like kind of crowdsourced, like did the, the initial funding for it. And I think where the beauty of RWAs comes in and like the kind of the the yield portion is like, well, if I have a hundred NFTs and there's 365 days in a year, each NFT could basically give you like a 3.65 day kind of timeshare to use the property for yourself. So instead of paying money to, you know, have an Airbnb, well, you helped develop it. So now you just earned yourself, you know, 3.65 days out of the year. You know, I mean it's and then you you get oh, yes. a portion, you know, if it's a hundred NFTs, well each each NFT that's cost you a thousand dollars gives you one percent of all the future revenue that this place generates, you know, every month or something like that. And that's kinda of like the big idea that came to mind when I first read this.
1: Oh yeah. I mean you could you could do all sorts of things just to you'd have to hope the, the guys stay in there for 3 point whatever days are uh, 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 tidy yeah <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <kind of right>. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to trash the place and they'll they'll
0: respected and
1: yeah absolutely I, I think yeah you can you could absolutely do it like that I and mean, it was something that crossed my mind it's kind of that timeshare piece i do think when you start potentially making people meet in real life like and what i mean by that is you're going to have a crossover of let's say you back to back um, to it on three point whatever days throughout the year eventually these people to, are going to meet and that's when you have have kind of your fallouts so if somebody has left it in a mess or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it would be more of a case of kind of that key question you raised at the start of that conversation around how do I raise the investment to do the next thing? Um, So it could be that you found, you bought the land, so you have that. You could then fractalize the land to raise funds, which you then use to build the property um, or the properties, and then you use that revenue um, to kind of pay back to everyone for a consistent kind of uh, Airbnb-style return. I mean, to me, I think that's where it's kind of the sweet spot. Everyone wants returns on on all of those things. Um, It just needs to be governed in in an open in an open way so it'd be kind of all the net costs and, and bits and pieces from running that business but yeah absolutely I think for me where we're going to see this really take off is is going to be in that collectible space um, it's it's I, I think let's say we could flip a magic switch and now the platform was suddenly built I think the first a year or two of, of getting memorabilia and stuff through there to to have them all validated as authentic but you you would then own you would only need to do that once right. Um, whereas the current system is every single time this item is sold because it might only be sold once every five years it needs to be reauthenticated, revalued and, and all this stuff which ultimately slows down the process so you could, you could have much more liquid assets because they're much more visible and kind of because they're online um, I mean who knows who owns the world's most expensive jersey right mm-hmm. uh, whereas if it was on blockchain you, you would see that you could search for it um, people put offers on it, and, and you would see these assets move around. Uh, I think. Mm,
0: right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So if you have like a collectible or unique kind of artifact-ish kind of item, instead of going to like pawn stars or something and just hoping, or going to these little <laughs> niche kind of meetups, it's basically opens up for the entire world essentially for yeah, all absolutely. these cool knickknacks and all these things.
1: Yeah, ab- absolutely. Because ultimately. Yeah, and we'll be kind of looking at the nirvana here. Everyone in the future will be regis- registering their collectibles on the blockchain. The, real, the, the, the dream would be when these collectible cars are printed, kind of in, in the real world, they are immediately put on the blockchain by, by the people making the collectible, right? That would be the dream. And then if you could search that blockchain ID, um, then you could see who currently owns it, if it's a public wallet, the previous sale price, the location, all of, all of that cool stuff, just mm-hmm. by searching it on the platform, oh, wow. Um, so it make everything a lot more visible.
0: Wow. So there must be loads yeah. load
1: of cool collectibles out there, like dinosaur bones, skulls, like Egyptian artifact, like you name it, it's going to be there, there's a market for something, it's just not visible, so yeah. how do you know where the best investments are when it's hidden? Wow. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's, that's a crazy idea. So it's like,
0: say some, some guy has a dinosaur bone and he keeps it it's authenticated by, you know, archeologists or whatever. And he's kind of custodian, he's the custodian of it. And then he just turns it into a you know, hundred NFTs, get a fraction of the ownership or, or, or what have you. And then I guess the selling point would be like, all right, well, whenever I sell this dinosaur bone, whoever owns the NFTs at the point of sale Is going to get a portion of that sale for whatever price it sells for and then he transfers that dinosaur bone to the person who bought it and now that person is the custodian and then whenever that person
1: sells it then everyone oh my gosh yeah i didn't even think about that yeah absolutely i mean instead of nfts it's it's the tokens right so you would (laughs) have the, the the tokens within that but yeah absolutely you would you would have people buying ownership rights Oh, yeah, the these dinosaur bones and, and and whatever it may be. Um and arguably, like if you look at the fine art world and uh Mr. Brainwash is a is a good example, so he was Banksy's friend back in the day. He's releasing stuff for say like twenty five thousand dollars and within twelve months it's double the price. I mean they're 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 great returns, but they're not easily accessible by everyone. Whereas if all of the art ownership was fractionalized amongst people, it's a lower buying point. So people can make double returns on a hundred bucks rather than 25,000, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I could see this crap.
0: (laughs) I could see this being like this Pandora's box thing where suddenly the things that you can invest in are more than just stocks and crypto and real estate. It's
1: literally anything pretty much. Oh yeah. Potentially. Absolutely. If you if. If you think it has a value and you want to put it on the blockchain, then it doesn't necessarily mean that somebody will buy ownership of it. But I mean, you could put your keyboard on there for all you, want, <laughs> all you. Yeah, all, all you care, yeah, sure. Just say yeah, it's sorry. a very special
0: keyboard. I love this one. I've had it for. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I mean, it's, the, and this is where the the authenticity and the legal process and and bits comes back round. So, if we take the mystical platform, for example there's kind of going to be two halves to it. One would be the authenticated only area um, and then the other one would be like unlisted. Um, So that might be, I'm selling a mobile phone. Does anybody want to buy the ownership Mm -hmm. of my mobile phone kind of thing? Think of it like an eBay or whatnot. Now, ultimately when you buy that, I could ship you a brick because it's unauthenticated. We don't know if it's an actual phone. It might be full of malware. It could be, could be anything. You take that risk. Mm -hmm. Um, Likewise, the, the painting sat above my bed, I might sell that. Um, and again, not get it valued or, or whatever. So you're taking the risk that it's all, 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 all authentic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you have the actual proper site of the website that's, that's properly valued and, and, and everything. And it's belt and braces. And ideally, the mystical brand will be the the go-to because you know whatever's bought whatever you buy on there has gone through this stringent process of valuation authenticity checks.
0: Yeah, yeah I was going to say... Yeah, because like with every new technology, there's going to be a whole bunch of new professions and jobs that kind of come out. And yeah, I guess you hit it around the head. Like I th- I can see that being, I think these authentic, these uh, kind of RWA authenticators, that could just be a whole profession all on its own.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it already exists, right? In, in, in the auction world, you have fine art valuators, you'll have collectible valuators, all, all these people that know a lot about a very niche area um one of one, one of the main challenges and i think where the biggest business growth will be is and is where do you put the item that's been fractalized mm. yeah like, like what's the pick, platform pick, pick, pick this triceratops skull we've been talking about you're right like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a thousand people have invested in this so that a thousand people own it But who gets to look after it is it like the 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 school hamster that everyone gets it for a week during half term, <laughs> <laughs> like, or, yeah. or does it need to be stored in, like, I don't know, some huge Amazon equivalent warehouse under locking key because mm-hmm. there's tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars worth of stuff, yeah, being stored there.
0: I guess um, that's I where, think, uh,
1: yeah. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think that's going to be one of the biggest challenges, is mm-hmm. is keeping these items secure. Yeah. Well, I guess that's
0: kind of where the beauty of this, this fractionalized ownership and tying it together with voting rights will come in because then wouldn't it just be that this decentralized community would be the ones who vote on decide how it's custodialized, I suppose. Like, you know, if you got one group of dinosaur bone owners who, you know, want to get a piece of it you know, want to hold it for a week versus another one saying, no, we need this in a vault. Well, I guess just the owners get to decide how it's uh how it's stored and how it's kept
1: yeah so certainly um something that needs to be considered strongly mm-hmm. um, i i think yeah um but who who knows yeah maybe no, we just either I, uh, I know in red like the the collectibles world because at the moment stuff isn't fractalized they're they're stored in these millionaires and billionaires special hangers right Mm-hmm. Or in their own purpose built rooms and dehumidifiers in the works because they, they need to look after them. Yeah. So, yeah, perhaps the pastor, there, will, there will be a market for AW, RWA um specialist storage, storage providers. Oh,
0: good point. Yeah. I didn't even think about that either. Yeah. You could just be like, yep, if you got an RWA, just put it in here, tell us the specs of it, and we'll make it uh, good to go for you. And then we just charge X amount to store it pretty much. Yeah.
1: Or maybe even the storage provider automatically gets part ownership of that item. Oh, even better. Yeah. Like, who knows? Like, even if it's just the minimal, minimal amount, so the storage provider basically having a, a bet that the items that they store go up in value and get sold, which then pays for the rent. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Wow. so yeah, actually- That storage facility was also an RWA which is then owned by everyone that's <laughs> storing stuff and we, wait we're, we, we're, how many levels deep can we get here
0: we're just we're just talking about museums
1: man like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just a museum we, isn't it yeah. and we could charge people to look at all of these items yeah yeah and then we could have like little
0: snacks and little things out front <laughs> yeah hey we got a whole uh, edit the, the, the loop has being concluded yeah so it's like we start with real world assets we get into crypto and then we come right back to the real world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow so i guess the question is do you have any friends that work at the louvre or any other big museums and the, they're very <laughs> crypto friendly because basically all it is is just a proposal to
1: them and they already yes, have everything we, ready to go yeah basically yeah rwa museums that'd mm-hmm. be cool though right like if you could walk through a storage place and there would be thousands of different types of items, of all sorts of crazy stuff from dinosaur bones to collectible cars to Lamborghinis to whatever it may be stored there. That'd be interesting, right?
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, on top of it, too, if you have people going through, I mean, what's stopping you from having like a little QR code like, hey, do you want to buy a, a, a you want to be a part owner of this uh, item? <laughs> you just boom, QR code
1: you know, buy some of the token
0: tied to it, and boom, now you're a part owner of of that dinosaur bone or Lamborghini or whatever.
1: Oh, man, I mean, that's such a good point. I mean, like, if you go on the underground or anywhere and people are advertising their RWAs and you just scan the QR code and it tells you how much per ownership you have, like, you could do it there and then whilst traveling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could be so flexible.
0: Yeah, and I guess you could even open it up to just... Kind of just buying it straight up on the spot, like, like I, I could see a thing where, like, say so you have like a Pokemon card and you're going through this Pokemon card RWA museum, and you see you you find this Charizard or whatever that you've been really wanting and you finally found it, and you're like, you know what, how much is going to be to buy this out? And then you just see on the code and say it's like twenty thousand dollars. You're like, you know what, screw it, I'll buy twenty, I'll spend twenty thousand dollars for this. And then the museum says, all right, well you can keep it now or
1: I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, it's just stored there. It's like adopting an animal. Yeah, but yeah. It just it stays in the zoo. But you know, you know. It. Mm-hmm.
0: God dang! Yeah, wow. I didn't even. I wasn't even thinking about all these possible ideas that can come from this. Oh yeah, it's huge. It's an infinite market. Yeah, and JP Morgan and all that are already looking into all this, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's. It's just, when is it going to come to the masses? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it would take, say, like an eBay or somebody that already has market grab of items and then implementing it is when it's really going to kick off. Mm-hmm. Or somebody like the, the mystical guys and such that are building a platform and then partnering up mm-hmm. um, or just trying to grab grab some of the market themselves. I mean, we've seen small startups absolutely destroy kind of how Mm. the world was done before yeah i mean look at open ai it just started off with a
0: few nerds in a basement what five or six years ago and now they're basically like showing microsoft how to do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: absolutely absolutely so yeah i think i think it's an exciting place and i think there's 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 lots to come i mean me personally if if you Let's say the RWA marketplace has existed right now. Again, we could flick a switch and they were there. Would you rather invest in a monkey NFT or would you rather invest part ownership in, I don't know, a rare Pokemon card?
0: Yeah, exactly. Something you can actually see, uh, something you can yeah. feel, something you can go to. And I, I 100% see this being the feel for the next bull run of, yeah, does everyone just? Getting into crypto and just figuring out how all
1: this stuff works, just because, wow, yeah. Absolutely. And it, it, it blurs that gap between nerdy crypto entities that makes no sense whatsoever and speaking to your mom or your dad and saying, Have you ever wanted part ownership in whatever it is? Yeah. And they can log on and they don't even need one, like, realize it's blockchain it's just part ownership with soft language and, and the, the kind of the correct marketing and they're mm-hmm. buying NFTs, just real world NFTs. Yeah. Kind of like <laughs> yeah. with the magic
0: Eden, allowing you to buy NFTs with credit card. I mean, it could just be the same thing where people don't even realize they're using crypto because they're putting in their crypto their crypt, uh, bank account or credit card and buying. And then they say, Oh yeah, you know, this, uh, you know, the crypto will just be, presented as this is your percent of ownership of, of this item. And then yeah. whenever it gets sold, you'll get that percent of the proceeds of the sale. And then they yeah. won't even know they're using crypto.
1: Absolutely. And this is when this is when it's exciting, when blockchain is actually being used for its original purpose. It's it's a technology. It shouldn't have ever really been this kind of nerdy public hype thing. Yeah, you know, and it was speculation ever, and gambling, basically. Yeah, yeah it, sh- it should have always been a technology, and it feels like it's coming full circle and and going to be be implemented in some proper businesses and, and such. Yeah, well, I guess, uh, dang, yeah, I guess one
0: last question I kind of had for you was because I don't know how privy you are to uh, what's going on behind the scenes for Mystical, but I know that Vesper's huge on this, and he's definitely taking a lead on making this happen. Do you you have any idea where Mystical is kind of going as far as, you know, is is that kind of the plan is to be the kind of go-to RWA experts and figure out ways to tokenize everything, essentially?
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um I mean, uh, to, yes. So they they are, I'm just trying to think, what am I allowed to say? What am I not allowed to yeah, say? Yeah, sorry to put up the spot, but I'm just like, I'm just in the mood right now. I'm like, what, what's really going on behind the scenes? <laughs> yeah, no, we, we can absolutely drop you some, some hard alpha right now. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, the the whole premise is, is becoming the go-to place for, for RWAs. That's absolutely where they want to go. Um, Would it be one chain? Would it be cross chain? Um, likely going to be the the latter. Mm-hmm. The, the, the developers and investors have always liked to challenge and cross-chain, to me, makes sense. Why limit yourself to Solana or just F or, or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. personally, um, it should just be kind of like a, a DEX, and it could be whatever token. Like, who cares? Um, mm-hmm. It's just however anyone wants to convert their... Their tokens back into a USDC, USDT, or or whatever it is, because so ultimately it's going to come back to a dollar value. Um, yeah, it'll be, be be the go to place. And I mean, um, this is kind of where the 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 kind of the professionalism and the seriousness of RWAs needs to kind of shine over the top of kind of the fun NFT kind of world that, that we live in at the moment. And we're we're hoping to bring both of those um, to to this platform because we absolutely want kind of external investors looking at it and going, yeah, I can trust this platform and, and that sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, so it's going to go to, they, they want it to be the go-to place for, for everyone. Um, and once kind of the MVP, sort of minimum viable product is is off the line, I think that's when when the, the story will, will really start to unravel and investors will come forward and this can be pitched in, in various conferences into existing auction houses and those partnerships could, could, could grow and blossom. And this would very quickly run away with itself and become a huge, huge platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, it, I think it's an exciting time. Um, yeah. I mean the, the NFT mint is, is kind of planned for the mystical collection. Um, so it's change, changing slightly, but ultimately any NFT holder will get revenue share of the mystical platform, um, mm-hmm. which is going to be called Geneva. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you think this is going to be a potentially a multi-billion, billion, billion-dollar, comp- like or, uh, kind of opportunity, yeah, you know, um, then why would you not want a rev share of of that?
0: Yeah, Ooh, yeah, it's it, kind it of could... like if uh, OpenAI started launching by doing an NFT collection, and now everyone has a percentage of all the revenues OpenAI is getting. I guess. I, I, maybe that's too broad, but that's kind of how I'm looking at. it. Is that too
1: far off the mark? <laughs> no, I think you're. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it's in in my mind, NFTs should always have been viewed as seed funding for a startup. Yes, have a, a true project um, in the NFT space should be viewed as a, as a startup. So this is what the the NFT collection is going to be doing, um, and then it's going to be very black and white in terms of the the rewards that, that holders get, but they need to be patient, right? It's it's going to mm-hmm. be rev shares. It's going to be discounts on the platform, free listings, that, 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 that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, there's the websites and bits and pieces get updated over the next couple of weeks. It'll be, um, uh, a lot more clear, but it's an exciting mm-hmm. time. There's, there's definitely going to be some, some huge opportunity. Um, yeah, watch, watch this space, I think.
0: Yeah, man, yeah. I mean, I have like a million more questions and a ton of things I kind of want to keep asking you, but I already, I'm looking at the clock and we're hitting almost 40 minutes now already. So, uh, um, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to having more conversations with you, man. And um, if anyone wants to follow you to kind of have updates on kind of what you're doing and what mystical is doing, uh, where where would they be
1: able to find you? Yeah, so you can grab me on Twitter um, at Omega Geometry um he says i've got to double check now yeah <laughs> maybe it's make sure. uh, no it is it is still yeah, it at is. omega geometry okay i never um, use twitter so like i, I don't know <laughs> uh, oh yeah I, I i've started using it a lot more just say good morning to people this seems to be the new meta oh okay um, just say so good morning and just say good morning to, to as many people as, as i can oh wow um yeah, so, so feel free to, to, to drop me a follow um, on on there. And obviously, we'll, we'll be doing more of these podcasts in, in oh, the future. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and then if you want to have a look at the mystical guys, it's at we mystical, and that's M-Y-S-T-C-L. So that's at we mystical, M-Y-S-T-C-L. Absolutely perfect. And
0: uh, do you have any, uh, I have an idea of what I want to talk about next week. But uh, do you have an idea of what you want to talk about next week? Or you just want to hear my idea?
1: <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just hear your idea and I'll probably say yes.
0: Yeah. So I, I just saw Solana go from like 20 bucks to 15 bucks <laughs> overnight last night. And I'm looking at Bitcoin Ethereum and they've only dropped like 5 or 6%. So I kind of want to go into the big picture of Solana, of where it's headed, not only just for my own sanity <laughs> of like why is Solana dropping so much, but also to help comfort some of the people who are new to Solana and like, oh, should I sell? Should I sell? I was like, no, no, no. Solana's here to stay, and this is why. And that's kind of what I want to go into next week, if that's okay with you.
1: Yeah, man, let's, let's, let's do it. I, I, right now, it feels like that meme with the dog in the, the lounge and the fire mm-hmm. all around it. Exactly. It <laughs> and for us who've been in crypto for like five plus years, it's like, oh, this is just, you
0: know, another day. It's no biggie. For people who are new, right? and they're like, oh, no, I just lost $250 of my 1K in Solana. I'm like, no, oh, relax, relax. It's fine. It's a discount but i I do want to give people the big picture of solano
1: yeah man absolutely
0: let's do that all right well we're hitting the 40 minute mark any uh last
1: closing words you want to say uh only invest what you can afford to lose and money can be made more again in the future yes and i guess stay safe yeah i thought i guess for me just just piggybacking
0: off your your British accent, you know, just so, so cheesy. So everyone just keep calm and carry on. It's no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Live, oh, I'm looking forward laugh, to Love. Yeah. Eat, laugh, <laughs> <and> pray, love. <laughs> what have you? All right. Well, it's been great talking to you, Mega, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see you next week.
1: Yeah. Cheers, man. I'll see you right. then. Talk to you later.